Well, grace and peace to you, friends. It's Pastor Jeremy coming to you from the shores of Lake Minnetonka in Minnesota. The weather is hot, hot outside. We've been living in drought conditions for weeks around here. My yard is brown and the grass isn't growing, and so I'm missing out on one of my favorite pastimes of summer. Endless hours on my lawn tractor, listening to audiobooks and podcasts. Well, as it happens, Carrie and my oldest son, Peter, chose this summer to plant and grow a garden. A pumpkin patch, to be more precise, with the hopes of Peter having his own little Pete's pumpkin patch business this fall. Well, here's our unique challenge. Those who know our house and know that our garden, which we planted, is actually 500 feet or so away from our water spigot. We spent a little bit of money and managed to link up enough sections of hose together to reach all the way down to the garden, which we need to water it on these hot and dry days. But unfortunately, I don't know if you've ever tried to run water from a normal house spigot through endless sections of hose, but by the time the water travels all that distance, it's lost most of its pressure. You can hook it to a sprinkler, but it doesn't sprinkle much. It just kind of dribbles. Well, I've been thinking about the life of faith and the role of the church in light of Psalm 1 and our garden experiment which says that we are to stay watered by God so we don't wither in the heat of life's hardships and discipleship drought. Listen to God's word from Psalm 1. Oh, the joys of those who delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. Man, doesn't that sound great? But some of us are trying to grow our faith gardens too far away from the source of living water. And we keep moving further away from the spigot of the church and other life-giving spiritual rhythms. And the water of God's replenishing power might be becoming more and more of a trickle than the river of God. Add to that, the past 18 months of COVID have certainly pushed many of us even further from the living waters that flow through the ministries and fellowship of our local church. I know our folks are beginning to return, but but some are just kind of out there somewhere. This summer, I'm inviting each of us to take responsibility for our spiritual health, to to notice how dry our leaves may be getting, to test the fruit of our lives, measure how far or near we are from our source, and to renew our commitment to planting ourselves next to the stream of God. Might we need to transplant ourselves right next to the riverbank? for a refresh. There are many ways we can plant ourselves by the riverbank. I know our church is inviting people to 
plant ourselves in the rich soil of, of spiritual rhythms, of daily prayer, of taking God walks each morning or evening, uh, holy yoga, daily scripture reading. We're inviting people to plant themselves in healthy Jesus-shaped commentary and perspective on the current events and the news, turning off cable news to shape our narrative and instead planting ourselves in uh, the perspective of Jesus and the scriptures to shape our narrative. We're inviting people to plant themselves in Jesus' words and actions by joining us by the lake every Wednesday night. We're calling it Luke by the Lake as we immerse ourselves in, in the teachings of Jesus together. We invite people to put down roots by attending our three soul care seminars featuring uh, Dr. Keith Meyer uh, each month this summer. And every Sunday we plant ourselves in a rhythm of worship and communion and fellowship at 5 p.m. And you know what? Each of us can go out of our way to create a stream for others to be refreshed in. We can do that by organizing an event, hosting a social gathering, stepping up to, to serve or lead in a ministry, or just sending an encouraging card that just washes over a, a weary heart with some encouragement. To wither or flourish? That is the question. The psalmist says it will depend in large part on where we fix our minds and plant our souls day and night. So what is taking up space in your mind most these of the day? Where is your heart anchored? What kind of soil are you planted in? Or do you find yourself rootless at the moment, like dry tumbleweed being carried along by the winds of circumstances? The story of the woman at the well in John 4 reminds us that Jesus came to help us put away all the hoses and buckets to open up inside each of us a spring of that living water. My favorite, often overlooked detail of that story is the statement, quote, Then the woman left her water pot and went away into the city. You see, in this little detail, we see that having met Christ, she left her bucket behind. No more long walks each day back and forth from her source to sustain her daily life in, quote, the city. No more extension hoses. No more trying to get the water of life to stretch further and further from the spigot. Her source now abides in her. God's very life wells up within her in the indwelling spirit. Yes, friends, the good news of the gospel is that we don't need to go searching for wells or water spigots. So may we put down roots into the deep ocean that is God's presence always with us. May we be like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season, even seasons of drought, with leaves that never wither, and prospering in all that we do. Hear the words of Isaiah 55.1 today. Come, all who are thirsty, come, 
to the waters. Grace and peace, friends. Thanks for listening and share this with a friend and stay planted by the water.